This week, we're exactly a week before the solemnity of Christ the King. And so what the church gives us, typically a few weeks even before, is this end times gospel, right? Several end times gospels, Jesus talking about his second coming, the end of the world, the consummation of all things, what will take place, when it will take place. It's uh, a rather, right, they're rather sort of cryptic, if we want to call it that. They're apocalyptic. Maybe you sit here and think, Father, what does any of this mean? Don't worry. When I read it and pray about it to preach to you, sometimes I think that as well, right? What exactly is going on here? What is Jesus trying to say to us? Because we find ourselves in this very gospel, in fact, between two dynamics. First, right, Jesus says, like, read the sign of the times. Know the signs of the times, right? You guys can tell when weather's coming from the east and the west and that there'll be a storm, as he says in another gospel, and yet you can't read the signs of the times. He says there'll be persecutions, right? They will hand you over to synagogues and prisons. You'll be led before kings and governors. You'll give testimony but you don't have to prepare beforehand, right? You'll be handed over by brothers, sisters, relatives, parents, and you'll be put to death. There'll be mighty signs in the sky, earthquakes, famines, plagues. In fact, right, this has been fulfilled in some way. If you look at, right, history, you have the destruction of the temple in the set, right, in 70 AD by the Romans. An army, right, will take over another army, a kingdom against another kingdom. The Romans came in and, in fact, destroyed the temple. There will not be another a stone upon another stone that will not, right, be torn down, as Jesus says. There were these plagues, right? There, all these things, in a sense, have happened. And so we have the signs. We'd say, well, we should know exactly when this will happen. And then on the other hand, Jesus says right? You will not know the day or the hour. You won't know when the second coming is going to happen. And you're like, "Uh, so what am I supposed to do with this? (laughs) Jesus says in one hand, you will know, and the other hand, you won't know. I think it comes down to everyone. Quite simply, uh, one simple reality, one simple desire that we have in our life. We want, we have this strong urge in ourselves to know. We want to know when it's going to take place. We want to know when everything's going to happen. It's like, we would love to know, are the Vikings going to win today? They probably won't. Remember, I'm not a Vikings fan, right? So the Vikings, what are they going to do? We have this strong urge to know. And the fascinating thing is, if we knew they were going to win or lose, let's say they lose, for the fun of this little example, how would that help you in any way be more at peace, right? Live more in joy. Now you're just angry at the Vikings for even another day extra, right? That you're, not, that you're going to be already angry for the next seven. How does knowledge, right, 
make us happy. And yet we have this strong urge for knowledge that we come to confuse everyone. Our ability to simply know stuff with happiness, our ability to know stuff with salvation, that if I know more, somehow, right, it helps me in salvation. But it's not about knowing more. If it was about knowing more, the smart people among us, it would mean, could get to heaven easier than the rest of us. And that's not what Jesus teaches. It's not about knowing more. What's at the basis of this wanting to know, I think, right? We want to know when death, when the end times will happen, when Jesus is going to come again. And what's at the basis of this is that we want control. That we think that if we know, we will be in control. I think that's the basis of all of this. Why are we filled with fear around all these things, around the four last things? Why are we filled with fear around not seeming to grasp the mysteries of God all the time? The fear, right, of things going on in our life. I don't know what's going on. And that causing fear. At the core, it's because we don't have control. We don't have control, and that causes a tremendous amount of fear. And this control, everyone, I think just to remember today, a simple encouragement for you, and maybe it's too simple, but to remember, you're not in control, but God's in control. A God who is so much better, so much more good, who's so loving, he's in control. That our Heavenly Father has control of everything that we don't have to worry. We don't have to know everything. We don't have to be in control. What do we do? We simply entrust ourselves into the hands of the Heavenly Father, just as Jesus does in the garden, right before the cross. He just keeps entrusting himself to him, not worrying, right, that is God gonna be able to do something good? Of course he's gonna be able to do something good. How is it all gonna end? Don't necessarily know. Don't have to worry about it because the Father is going to take care of me. The Father is going to take care of all of us. And so it's so important to realize this. And so how are we doing with control? We can get lost in these sort of uh, big questions at the end of life or around life in general. And yet, how do we work on control? How do we work on these things day to day? hour by hour, one step at a time, right? You can't conquer this sort of fear, this huge fear without working on it day to day. And so that meeting that you have this week that you're dreading, maybe with an employee or a coworker, gosh, it's gonna go horrible, running through your head, what am I gonna do? How can I make this work? Whatever it may be, have you entrusted it to the Father? Have you said, Father, you're going to take care of me in this? Here it is. I'm not going to worry about it, right? Or the presentation you have to do at work, or this or that situation in life. All the things that we experience. Have we entrusted them into the hands of the Father? Of course, right? A big part of these Gospels, 
of the end times are obviously be prepared. It's not like you just walk into the meeting unprepared. Obviously, we know that. But have we entrusted everything to Jesus? So Jesus, here it is, and I need your help. I don't know what's going to happen, and I don't have control. Here you go. Help me. I need your help. Right? The more we let go of control, and the more we trust in him, the more free we become. The truly free person is the person who has nothing to lose. If you have nothing to control, you have nothing to lose. Because the Father's taking care of you. And so, right? Don't be afraid, everyone. Jesus is going to provide what you need. He's in control. God's always in control. And because he's so good, we have nothing to fear. Jesus, this week, give us the faith to believe that you're in control, to help us to trust in you a little more every day so that we may join you in your kingdom at the end of time.